Hey, what's up? It's a beautiful day here in New York City. I'm Matt Butterfield here on air. B&B with Matt Beery is sitting right next to me. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. What's going on? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm over-caffeinated. <laughs> I'm sober. I'm newly sober for the next month. Well, not sober, but but not drinking. <laughs> we're doing dry, we're, we've kicked it off with dry June. Don't how you, how'd you feel this morning? I felt great. Yeah, I felt phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, episode two. Episode two. Episode two. On my way here, there was a marching band right outside of Wall Street, so I'm taking that as a good omen. You know, I was I was walking down Wall Street, your street, and I, I and there's the stock exchange with the with the statue of. With um, with uh, it's George Washington. George Washington, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's in front of the old. That's the, the old stock exchange. No, no, no. That what was is never it? the stock exchange. What that, was it? That building. The federal building. That's the old federal building. Yeah, that actually is the site of like, what f- used to be the capital of the United States. Right next door to Trump Tower or a Trump Tower. Yeah, it's a. Can Trump you imagine building. if like, because. That's always been there for as long as we've lived in this city, mm-hmm. and like, like before any of that was like a, what was was a thing. But can you imagine being a tourist and coming and seeing the United States, and like, and like, and like, oh. you're, you're, I would just be wondering like, what is wrong with these people? I like, know, right? like, 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 is this some alien force that's because a, the Trump building is way taller and way more garish. And ridiculous looking than that old federal building. That's not the old New York Stock Exchange. No, it's not. That was the that was the site of what was the United States Capitol when the Capitol was in New York City, and that yeah. where George Washington's statue is yeah, yeah. is where he took the oath of office as the first president of the United States of America. See, I thought he did that outside of the old Stock Exchange, because we no. are like you know capitalist pigs. Well, yeah, from no, the start. But no. <laughs> <laughs> But also that Trump building there, uh, yeah. Forty Wall, I believe it is. Yeah, that's the one. The day after, the day after nine eleven, uh-huh. he was on a radio show bragging about how now he has the tallest building in the financial district. He's insane. You remember when we played Duh. this whole episode out, and then I just threw this at you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you were like, "Do you have anything to start the show off with?" And I was like, "Yeah." Just hit record. record. I'm ready to go. I've had two cold brews. <laughs> two cold brews. Anyway. Matt is fucking amped, ladies and gentlemen. Great. And I'm feeling really good because of this new Kanye album. It's just so oh incredible. God. I know we were going to talk about Twitter first, but I think that I just want to get right to the Kanye thing. You want to go right to Kanye? Because it's just so absurd. Like, okay. Like, so well, it's not even absurd. It's great. He's amazing. He's not going anywhere. No, he's definitely not going anywhere. God damn I it. I mean, I was... First of all, I was not expecting it to drop today. I don't know. Was anybody? Uh, was I this feel announced? like yes. Okay. I feel like earlier this week he was like... Well, I remember him announcing on Twitter that in June he was going to like release five albums. No shit. Or like five... Well, no, al- like he was going to be attached well, to Well, I mean, that albums. totally makes sense that why this is only a 24-minute album. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, it's so good. It's, it's but it's insane. Like it absolutely <laughs> will, it absolutely will push your boundaries. Yeah. On the things, the words that you're used to hearing, especially in hip hop. Yeah. Because I feel like hip hop has become very much the same shit. It's pretty much Whoa. all about flexing. But that's also why Kanye is so good. Is because. I don't know. It's, yeah. He's outside of that normal box. The thing is, is that like now I feel like every pop artist is trying to make Kanye records. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Taylor Swift is trying to be Kanye. <laughs> Look like, what you like made me Drake do. Drake is trying to be Kanye. <laughs> uh, uh, who else? Well, like, Let's not I talk know. about Drake. But like, oh yeah, he's that's perso- a whole other. He's persona non grata. <laughs> wow. That dude is. Oh man. I don't even know really what's going on, but it just seems like that's a. That, that's like a Hindenburg just yeah. coming down into the that's, Hudson. Just that's like, a Zephyr, brother. <laughs> but anyway, Lord. we, we um, promised ourselves that we're not going to go off on tangents in this one. Right. We have to stay focused. <laughs> we're talking about the new album by Kanye, which is called Yay. Yay. Uh, uh, spelled Yee. Yeah, or if you're a nerd, in, if you're a nerd, it's Yee. Yeah, Yee. Kanye. Kanye. Anyway. But, so, the first track is just him talking about how he wants to like... Kill somebody, and he wants to kill himself, 
And like the, and then it that's just it. And my favorite idea about that, well not I don't know. The scene that plays out in my head is Chris Rock and Justin Timberlake and Elon Musk are out all out at Jackson. What's it called? Jackson Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. I wanted to say Jackson Hole, but then I that sounded ridiculous in my brain for some reason. No, that's uh, but the name. Jackson Hole. They're out all out in the woods and the stars, and they're just kind of looking at each other like, "Are we like good right now? Are we <laughs> like are we like so?" Because like, the first two like minute and a half is just him over and over again doing this spoken word thing. That's that's just bananas. But like, <laughs> I, I thought about killing you today. I really did. Premeditated murder. He says premeditated murder over and over and over again. My favorite part is I thought about killing myself, but I love myself way more than I love you. Yeah, so you better believe that I thought about killing you. And you you think, okay, that might just be a bullshit line, but then he goes on to double the fuck down on it. Yeah, and then he's like, and then at one point he's like, now here's the part where I'm supposed to say something that'll kind of make up for everything I just said, but... No, I'm Kanye West. I'm just gonna double down and say <laughs> I still kind of want to kill all of you. Yeah, and you and myself and the whole world. He's Thanos. I He's, just realized. Oh, wow, now oh that's a rabbit hole, brother. Yeah, man. <laughs> so Kanye has been back and forth and spending a lot of time in Jackson Hole. And a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, he took a bunch of other rappers and producers to Jackson Hole. Where yeah. I think they recorded, like right. he, obviously he's been working on these beats for a long time because that's another but thing. He's been out in Wyoming for a while, right? That's another thing is that the beats on this are ungodly. They're so cool. They're so phenomenal. Like, <laughs> the son, the sonics of this album are out of this world. They're right. absolutely phenomenal. It's, They're on the same level as my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes. Like yes, the the sonic the production of this album is at the level of the highest work Kanye's ever done. Right. I agree. It's, I completely agree. So he's been taking It's so people, inventive and it's so stripped down, mm-hmm. but it, it, and the samples are so clearly like original and like, I don't know, I can just see him on the pad working with everything that he, all the weird noises going on in his fucking bipolar brain. <laughs> like, 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 like all That's, the yeah. synapses that fire off and he's just pressing little pad. I'm rattling my drink around and he's just pressing little pad a little pat. I don't know. First of all, going through the whole track listing, I mean, I'm not going to break down each song individually because I haven't listened to it that extensively yeah. to do so. I've heard it twice now. But I will say that there's no... Well, obviously, there's only seven songs. Yeah. So you can't do a seven-song record with the filler. Right. You know right. what I mean? So there's no filler. <laughs> there's no filler. There's no time to waste. It's all killer, no filler. Um, uh, but not everything is super distinct. Yes, nothing sounds the same. Um, no mistakes sounds very much like a classic Kanye yeah. song from like the graduation. The, yes, what I call the college era. Yes, the undergrad era. The yeah. first three records. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, those albums were. Do you oh. remember when that stuff first started coming out? I and never. How all of us were just like, who is this? I, I just yeah. I just remember. Being blown away by by Kanye whenever he first came out because it was just like, oh yeah, like like remember, nothing nothing had ever been like done like that. Well, like you remember back in school when and now everything is trying to be him. Yeah, like, like I've already said that once. Yeah, but, it's but you so remember true. back in school when like a big artist would come to town and you knew who the cool kids were because they were wearing the T-shirt from the tour. Yeah, I remember Kanye came to te- uh, Houston. And like two, this was two thousand five ish, and the next day there were like two hundred kids with Kanye T shirts on, and it wow. was like, okay, he's a big fucking star. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you know, a guy's a big star when the day after he hits a town, the how many kids in the high schools have the T shirt on from the <laughs> tour? Tell, I'm not. Tell me that I'm fucking I, wrong. I mean, I went to a Catholic high school, so. Well, okay, I went to public high school. Yeah, so we I would have never flown. Uh, I remember one time I uh, it was like my last week and mm. I went to see Modest Mouse and I got and I wore we got to wear whatever we wanted in our last week of our senior year we had mm. to wear t-shirts fancy and I got to go and that was the only time I ever got to wear like a tour t-shirt in school that's awesome and I did it and people were like yeah that's a dope t-shirt <laughs> it was a dope t-shirt 
think it was like two days before eighth grade started, I went and saw Blink-182 yes. on the Take Off Your Pants and Jackets tour. Shut. My parents wouldn't let me go to that. My first day of eighth grade, I'm walking in and my like, the t-shirt was so cool because the front of the official tour t-shirt was just Mark Hoppus with his pink bass jumping off of his amplifier. And then the back was the tour dates. And I first day of eighth grade, that and some cargo shorts and Pumas. I yeah, was Yeah, buddy. It. But anyway, okay. anyway, so a little bit more about Kanye. First of yeah, all, yeah, yeah. the cover's awesome because it's a really cool picture of mountains. But I think it's the what, Rockies or the Tetons. That's whatever's in Jackson Hole, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, what's said on it <laughs> is stellar because the cover of the <laughs> album says, and I quote, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. And and when it, whenever Matt says that it says this on the on the cover, he means somebody went on the MS Paint <laughs> and got and, and got like the eraser smudge mark like 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 marker thing and wrote in bright neon green, "I hate being bipolar. It's awesome." Yeah, it's not like this is a highly stylized no, text. This is there. This is no. This isn't a font. This isn't artwork. This is somebody's <laughs> well, is, handwriting. Maybe it Kanye's. It is artwork. It might be Kanye's handwriting. I don't know, uh, but it is. It, it's incredible. And you know what? When you think about it, um, that's a really kind of a profound statement in a lot of ways because it, it just kind of it, it's kind of a turn of phrase. And you think like, oh. He, He's bipolar, so it goes back and forth really quickly. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, when you think about the word awesome, like, awesome doesn't always mean good. It can also mean, like, right. terrifying. That like, is like, so- like, 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 awesome is, like, like, not that, you know, not to get too into it, but, like, not into theology or whatever, but, like, God is considered awesome. And, and Kanye definitely believes that he's... God in touch with God, if not God Himself, and God. If you read the Bible, man, God's pretty scary sometimes. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of love, but then there's a lot of genocide. Why do you think I'm like, gonna go Old Testament on his ass? Yeah, it's a scary thing to say. Right, right. <laughs> like, uh, so I love that, but then it's but like so much of but like the power of that word is kind of stripped away because it's just like this diest ridiculous like like there's this beautiful landscape right. and then he just kind of went and it's so open for interpretation yeah because you could also the way i originally looked at it was from i watched a part i didn't watch the whole i didn't get to watch the whole thing because i don't have a showtime subscription subscription yep. but my favorite play-by-play commentator for fighting wrestling anything this guy moro ranallo new um, documentary about him called The Bipolar Rock and Roller where he talked about being bipolar is just an endless cycle of up and down. Yeah. So when I look at this, and get, let me go with this for a second. When I look at this, I see it as almost kind of like a circle of arrows. Uh-huh. It, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like this endless I circle. See arrows. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I. That was my first also, impression of it. It's also very warm on top and then ice cold on the bottom. Ex- yes, because like, you can see the sun yeah. in the clouds, and then it gets real dark at the bottom. When, the, like, you know, this the ground looks like frozen. It just looks cold. Like it just thawed out. Right. I mean, because it probably. And that's did. also. I mean, if it was taken recently, based on the lyrics of this album, I, I am assuming this picture was probably taken Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. Like, like just because he's he's talking about everything that he's done in the last. Yeah, what, I mean, two he months? mentioned he mentioned TMZ and he mentioned his yeah slavery as a choice kind of thing. He, I mean, well, this was all just recorded Andy lyrically at least. Was t- well, a lot of that is him talking about how Kim apparently called him up after that and was just like, dude. Like, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like, you are like, fucking you realize everything. That, like, here. you realize that, like, you're gonna, like, all your this money that you're spending on this record is gonna go out the window if you don't have an audience. Uh, I mean, he doesn't obviously say all that, but that, that, that's kind of the gist. That's of, the gist. Yeah. Where basically, Kim was, if if not unhappy with him for the right reasons, 
She was still unhappy with him for saying that. You're absolutely right. He's losing his shit, but he ain't going fucking nowhere. No, he's not. He's here to stay. Speaking he's, and, he's a, and he's a living, living legend. Yes. I think. He's phenomenal. And, he, and I, I don't think he's, like, I don't think... I he, don't... I don't think he can do... Un, I, I, was, I was thinking that he was going to undo everything he had done with this record based on the... Two songs that he released before this. Yeah, which are not even on which the record. Which are not on the record. Those were total red good. herrings. Um, but that, but the, the fact that he knew to release red herrings. Is pretty crazy. That's pretty amazing. <sighs> and you know, anyway. I don't know if that's the Kardashian marketing machine or if he's just a crazy genius. We all know he's a genius. But what really... Or maybe he's just watching them and yeah. seeing what they're doing and starting to play, it might play, be play a little differently. It might be the perfect marriage of entertainment... In 2018 is the Kardashians and Kanye West. It's insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. And I don't have a problem with it. No. I mean, I have a problem with shit that he I mean, says and does, uh, yeah. but I also don't know how much of that isn't just premeditated craziness. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's sitting around his house, like, batting his eyes around and having right. attacks. I think he's sitting at his house like, what am I going to do to get attention today. Right, right. <laughs> like, how am I... Like, he, like he's literally thinking, like, how am I going to change the, the conversation from Roseanne to Kanye? Exactly. Because this... I need that to happen. Yes. Because I got this album coming out. I have to change I, so we, the people, topic. I have to change the, the topic. Yeah. I don't so know. So, speaking of people that are starved for attention yeah, and yeah. losing their mind... More in the hip-hop world. Let's more in the hip-hop world. But, <laughs> but this time... We're going to go to the polar opposite of what is a genius album. Yeah. And at the top of the hip-hop lexicon, we're going to go to the very bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Holy this shit. Dude. So I'm going to give you a little backstory here. I, Matt Beery, I'm a lifelong fan of professional wrestling. Oh, and this is a big nerd alert, by the way. I'm not a nerd alert for me. I mean, you watch Marvel movies. I watch pro wrestling. They're equally nerd-rific. Wildly okay. different things. Two wildly different things, but two equally nerd things. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> like, he gets so mad when I make fun of his wrestling. Well, anyway. you get mad when I make fun of Marvel. No, I don't. You have gotten so mad about nah. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so moving along, this guy, formerly known, Real One is the, his rap name, formerly known as Enzo Amore of WWE fame, was a part of a tag team with this guy, Colin Cassidy, Big Cass. Um, they were Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and they had like great catchphrases. Enzo was great on the microphone, absolute garbage in the ring, shitty fucking wrestler. Everybody says that about him. Yeah. So anyway. He was really doing really well in the company because he was selling a lot of merch. Yeah, sure. He was the cruiserweight champion, which made him the top, the headliner of their cruiserweight show, 205 Live. So while he's riding this big wave of success in the WWE, he gets accused of rape. And he's under investigation for rape Yeesh. for two months before it's made public. The day it's made public is the day of the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, which is taking place in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. So he, it all comes out. Vince McMahon calls him into his office and tells him, get the fuck out of my building. You're fired. Wow. You're fired. <laughs> oh. So Enzo goes on. Day right? of. Day of. What do they do in that situation? Because they have a script that they need to follow. They just they they, they figure something they out. They figure something out. Yeah. They fly by the seat of their pants. That's why they make so much they money? They rewrite it. Yeah, that's why they're. That's yeah. why Fox just paid is gonna is ready to pay them over two billion dollars for television rights. It's Jeez. a multi-billion-dollar television empire. It's fucking nuts. See. This is what gets me is that you are the, basically my only friend that I have that mm -hmm. follows wrestling like this, except for my Twitter feed has wrestling fans all over it. I don't know why. Because <laughs> wrestling is but it's, like, other it's than, a big part other of pop than culture. It's huge. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's like you and a few of your friends. I mean, when you can sell out a hundred thousand seat stadium. Otherwise, I don't really need a whole lot of wrestling fans. When you can sell out a, a one hundred thousand seat stadium for an event 
six months before the event without a single match being announced for that event, Dang. you're big time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. $2 billion. $2 billion. Rupert Murdoch pitched Vince McMahon personally to get the television rights for WWE. Oh, like, oh, Vince. It's oi. Ins- oi, Vince. Hey, oi. <laughs> so, Let's anyway. Break open a Foster's. And talk about this, Vince. <laughs> anyway. They're two rebel outsiders that nobody tangent, gave tangent any Tangent alert. Fucking, yeah, tangent alert. Tangent uh, alert. <laughs> so, so what's this dude, this broke-ass Post Malone? What's he doing? Broke-ass Post Malone. So, <laughs> so he goes on radio silence until they complete their investigation. There were a lot of rumblings from... This girl was big on Instagram, I believe. And yeah. I don't know her name. I'm not going to put her name out there. Yeah. Because... It's a mess. For, it's a huge involved. mess, and I don't want to cast any judgment towards her because I haven't read the police reports. Yeah. But the police did their investigation, and this was all out in Phoenix, Arizona, uh-huh. and they came to the conclusion that her story was changing too much, there was too many loose ends and not enough real evidence to conclude that any wrongdoing took place. So, this dude is... So all the charges are dropped. Yeah. So and he comes he's out. He's exonerated in his he's, mind. He's exonerated in his mind. He is by no Maybe means. Maybe he is exoner- exonerated totally. He's not exonerated in the court of public opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because A. I watched this video. Yeah. And I believe her. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy, to paint a picture for you, anybody that's listening, go ahead and look up Enzo Amore. Look up Phoenix by Real One, the letter one, yeah. the number one. Um, he is from Hackensack, New Jersey, and he is, as my friends at my old job who are from New Jersey say, he is the walking, talking definition of Jersey garbage. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he, he talks like this. Hey. Hey. Oh, and so he really sounded like that a little bit. And he in, sounded in like the, that in, in the, the video. In the beginning. Like, the right video. at the beginning, and then, and then he started going to the... I don't know what he was doing. His rap voice. It's just like five minutes of the same fucking like. Like there was no variation. It was on the on like the rhyme scheme. Like he would every now and then he would like end the rhyme scheme with a with a word that didn't rhyme with whatever he was talking about for the last thirty seconds. Right. And then and then he would then rhyme everything with that for the next thirty seconds. And it's just so insanely bad. There were no dynamics in the production quality. There are no dynamics in his voice. It's all on the same level. He looks absolutely absurd in this video. <laughs> I wish, I mean, it's like, this is an audio format, but like, good Lord. I, I, like, I want you to go look at him, but do it on private mode. Don't, yeah. give, him, don't give him the look. So don't give him the views. Here's where, just at the top of the video. Oh my God. I'm, at the top of the video, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm furious. Right. And because, number one, the only people in the world that know that this guy exists are fans of professional wrestling, yeah. fans of the WWE. So what does he do right at the top of the show? Completely shits on WWE fans. Yeah. Has this just stereotypical big fat guy eating Oreos in his mom's basement, fighting with his mom about wrestling. Yeah. And then he comes in and starts just talking shit to the guy. Yeah. And then he dies, and people are at his funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I forgot he died. Yeah. That was why he dragged the coffin through the yeah. desert on the buggy. Right, so he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Everybody's at a funeral for him, putting roses on his body. But then he says, I come back from the dead, and he, like, oh jumps God. up out of the floor. And then he clotheslines a dude, which, by the way... Yes! <laughs> The best part of the video is the dude who takes the clothesline takes a legit bump, which lets me know he's a worker, he's a wrestler. Yeah. So, hey, if you're listening, I know you're not. Yeah. Great bump. Your yeah. bump was fantastic. He Your selling was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Great job. <laughs> Random worker that got clotheslined by Enzo Amore in the Phoenix music video. How much video. money do you think that guy made that day? Oh, like, $250. Standard, or not even. <laughs> not even. You think Enzo's paying people for this? I mean, I'd be surprised if anybody got paid on yeah. this, all right? He made some money. He uh-huh. made some money, but he did not make enough money to sustain him and sustain this stupid lifestyle because he owns like 500 pairs of Jordans and he's wearing like 
all supreme clothes, which are ridiculously See, over dude, the, the top. The supreme thing expensive. is so funny to me. We'll anyway, go into that later. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, I there's a few lyrics that I would love, <laughs> love to go about yeah. on this. Let's, let's let's break them down. So let's break them down. Let's just go through the song. Not the whole. Not thing. the whole song. Come on. No. It's five minutes long. It's nonsense. five minutes. It is. It's five minutes long. It feels like twenty-seven. Holy shit! It's insanity. So. Our favorite, 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 favorite part of this whole thing is he's talking about he's dead. People are crying yes. tears of joy at his funeral, tears of joy at his funeral. And then he rises again. He literally in the video, he jumps up out of the floor. And here's the lyric. Let me get through this real quick. And still I rise from the ashes like a phoenix. Middle finger to the sky, gripping my consensual penis. Mm-hmm. His consensual penis. Uh, gripping my consensual, consensual penis. penis. That's literally. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, <laughs> gripping. <laughs> and you know, it's 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 symbolic of the phoenix rising from the ashes, and also Phoenix, Arizona, no, where the crime supposedly took place. And that's where he goes with the next line. It's very deep. That's where he goes with the next line. Lion ass hoe out in Phoenix. When oh. I say this shit, I mean it. I like that he rhymed Phoenix with Phoenix. Oh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, this is this is. Although it, Kanye did uh, rhyme, how come? With or no outcome without come, but he spelled come differently on the lines. Right, and we just said that album was genius. Well, that's but anyway. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Well, that's just poetry. Yeah. So lion ass hell out in Phoenix. When I say this shit, I mean it. Fuck you, marks that hated. This is for all my fans that waited. Entertainment's hottest free agent, bitch. I'm reincarnated. But when he says (sighs) reincarnated, he sounds like a. 86-year-old woman who's been smoking three packs a day her entire life because, bitch, I'm reincarnated. What really kills me later on in this song is he breaks down, and the whole beat breaks down near the end of the funeral yes. in the video. Yes. Where he says, guilty till you're proven innocent. Ass-backwards bullshit this is. Ass-backwards bullshit is this. I got a lot less to prove than you. Only thing I put in that pudding was proof. <laughs> yeah, the proof's in the pudding, bitch. Oh, yes, I forgot pudding about ain't got no r- roofling. <laughs> nah, I ain't Bill Cosby, bitch. Nah, I ain't Bill Cosby, bitch. And at this oh, point, it's getting the beats gone. Yeah, and he's he just looking, keeps saying that over and over again. He's looking in the camera. <laughs> nah, I ain't Bill Cosby, bitch. And this shit, the way this whole so this whole little piece of rhyme is out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... it's it does not it, at all fit into this song. Because, well, because also before all that, he's doing the same, like, that, 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 that thing that I was talking about. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he's just, I'm not Bill Cosby, bitch. I'm not Bill Cosby, bitch. I'm not Bill Cosby. We right. gotcha. All right. And so then after that, he is walking towards the casket with a chain around his neck. Yes. And then the next scene, he's dragging the coffin through the desert on some four-wheeler buggy type of thing. Oh God, it's it's pretty, you know, it's very deep. It's very deep. It's very deep. I can tell he thought a lot about that image. <laughs> See you at the civil trial. Bitch, them wages getting garnished. Um, bitch, them wages getting garnished for my image that you tarnished. Your image is already tarnished yeah, because you're you. Dude, this video, this music video, all her lawyer is going to have to do is play this music video. Like, look at who it's we're dealing like, with. Like, wait, are you really going to make her pay him? <laughs> look at him. Right. He's just a creep. He got kicked off of tour buses. He got banned from the WWE locker room for being a piece of what? shit. What? Yeah. Everybody hated him. Everybody hated him. Wow. Because he was on the phone, on the tour bus, bragging about how much money he made, about how wrestling fans ain't shit, this, all this ain't shit. So they kicked him off the bus in the middle of Europe. I don't know what country. It's not. Not the fact that they kicked him off the bus, but the reasons sound made up. It sounds like it's just drama. 
It is drama, but up. it's also confirmed by a lot of people. And then also for that and a lot of the shit he talked and the fact that he was him 24-7. Yeah. He got banned from the WWE locker room. <laughs> and when he was asked about it, he goes, oh, no, I dress by myself. I have my own locker room. So I God. want to stop talking about this because yeah, I'm this getting is, way I'm, too worked I'm getting, up. Like, like, I'm getting kind of ill. I'm getting kind of ill thinking about this. So we're going to do our first review. We did a review. We're going to be doing what well, we're about to do it uh, of a restaurant in Bushwick, my neighborhood. His my, neighborhood. My, my land. Bushwick. Although, it was, although Bushwick is enormous, <laughs> so I still had to take a cab there because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise it would have taken... 40 minutes by transit to get there. Oh, yeah. Because why? Because why does... <laughs> because why? It takes, takes me 40 minutes to get here where we record. Uh, anyway, we went to check out this place called the Guadalupe Inn, and I've got some hot takes. What have you got? I have got a lot of praise and then A lot of some, praise and then some, some major... Serious. I'm worried about that place. I'm worried about it. But let's start with the game. Yeah, yeah. Let's dive in. This place is gorgeous. Yeah. It's positioned right on a corner. Right. It's right. It's right on Knicker, Knickerbocker. Uh, just to, if, in case you guys, anybody wants to go, that's in the New York area. It's off of the Morgan L. It's on the other side of that lovely cement factory that's in the middle of the most <laughs> posh uh, part of you know the Vogue part of Bushwick. The Vogue part of Bushwick, which Vogue-wit, Vogue-wit. absolutely cracks me up <laughs> because uh, I, I I worked. In this area, yeah. my old office when I worked at a, a marketing company thing was a couple of blocks away right. from the Morgan Avenue L. And when I told him where I was living, he said, oh, that's posh Bushwick. It is. And which cracks me up because, you know, a gloomy day in Manhattan is a gloomy day. A gloomy day in this part of Brooklyn is suicidal. <laughs> it's like, it's like, there's this cement factory that just blows sand everywhere yes so like all these like you're going to all these nice restaurants and sand is just blowing through the air Mm -hmm. like all like and and whenever it's raining forget it it's it's literally mud is just in the air it's 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 such a crappy part of bushwick like i love bushwick and i think bushwick is really beautiful i think i in particular live in a very on a very beautiful block of bushwick you live on a good uh um a lot of Bushwick a is lot of, horrible looking. Well, there's that. There's the side that's closer to Queens, mm-hmm. which is that, which is where we were last night. Mm-hmm. And then there's the side that's you know closer to Bedside, which is where I am. And Bedside is like markedly more pretty than most of the borough of Brooklyn. I think it's really. Oh yeah, you got the tree, uh, um, tree lined streets with row houses with yeah, stoops. It's gorgeous. That's um, cool looking. As long as it's like, not one of those part of the. But this part of Bushwick is, you know, it's the hip part of Bushwick. It's it's where we're, it's over near Roberta's. It's over near uh, what else is over by there? That, Not that much weird... else. It's pretty much Roberta's. There's other. There's nightlife there. There's there, nightlife. There's there. definitely yeah. nightlife there. I've been. I've been out. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm usually, you know, doing Dry January, so that I can <laughs> hopefully remember what the names of some of these places that I've been to, um, in in this posh part of Bushwick. But but yeah. that's. Um, Neither here nor there. We get, I could not we get believe. into the Guadalupe Inn, and it's gorgeous. So you get in there, beautiful wallpaper, beautiful furniture, yeah. beautiful lighting fixtures. Yeah. Uh, we got sat right down. Then you right. get back into the dining room area once you get past the bar, and it's equally just as gorgeous as the bar area. Oh, yeah. That's it's, one thing that I love is that the dining room was separate from the bar, and they both had really distinct vibes. Very distinct vibes. Yeah. The front was like brown leather booths and... The yeah. back was dark tan booths yeah. with darker walls. Yeah. Um, again, beautiful lighting fixtures. Really comfortable chairs. Really super comfortable chairs. Yeah. And really cool booths. Yes. Their booths for big parties were like these giant U's that are like a J yeah. shape. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh-huh. And at the end of the at the end of the room, the complete opposite side of the entrance is the stage, which the front of it, when it's the curtain's down, it's, like I said, this beautiful crushed velvet purple curtain with the gathered sections that's on fly. It rises. It It doesn't split. (laughs) Which was super funny when they were like, because this band played. I personally am not a fan of live music in restaurants. I I worked at a place that played played live music for years and got... (laughs) 
really tired of dealing with musicians. Um, <laughs> uh, and I also, you know, lived in Austin for five years and just got so sick of hearing everybody's fucking band. I was trying to have <laughs> dinner. Just trying like, to oh have dinner, God. man. I'm t- like, I don't want to hear you're you. not Spoon. You're just not. <laughs> Stop trying to, like... You're like you're at How much dinner. money are you really making? Couldn't you just like not do this? And well, that's just, why uh, they call anyway. Austin the live rehearsal capital of the world. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're sitting there eating your enchiladas because it's Austin, and they're and you're Some, like, man, these guys listen to a lot of Wilco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they play drama, mean. Anyway, so anyway, we're 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 right in front of the stage, and what I thought was funny was this that curtains on the fly. And they were like, everybody, welcome Los Sonics, which was this, like, hipster mariachi band. <laughs> like, like, it's like, the curtain rises, and there are these two Latino hipsters standing there <laughs> with guitars. Or, like, one of them has, a, like, an electric violin, and one of them has this, like, ukulele on steroids. <laughs> and uh, they just kind of stand there, and they look angry. <laughs> so I'm just imagining the drama of these guys. Like, A, they, the first thing they say is, usually we're four, but right now we're two. Okay. And people laughed at that, which I was like... Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, okay. Uh, and then they went into their, they went into their thing, and they were pretty good. Oh, they were good musicians. Um, so I didn't... I wasn't they, too mad at it. They, and they, and they, I don't normally listen to that music, so. And also, the sound level was very good for the restaurant. We yeah. could still have a conversation while the music was going on. Right. And I didn't feel bad about having a conversation while the music was going no. on because I was there for dinner. Right, right. Not there for this show. Exactly. I uh, didn't know the show was going to happen. But yeah. what really, oh my God, this was so funny to me because you have this gorgeous restaurant that uh-huh. they clearly poured a ton of money into. Yes. The stage area, like we said, the gorgeous curtain on fly, Beaut- lights, sound, great system. The backdrop is like, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> It's like a silver mylar strings from Party City. Yes. <laughs> like what the? It was so shitty. It was, it was so shitty. It was insane. Where like the backdrop was just like, oh yeah, it, it was ins- it was so just beautifully bad. It was like <laughs> the end of their budget was the back of their stage. <laughs> they started at the front of the restaurant, and then when they got to the back of the stage, they had no fucking money left. Their, the, their <laughs> other option was to not do anything. <laughs> their other option was a back black. And which would have been... So much better. Better! Because this looked like garbage. It, looked so, it was so funny and so, like... <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just cracked me up. I just can imagine, like... Some some manager, some house manager, just having a f- nervous breakdown, trying to think of like everything. The boss, just the owner, just is probably like, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it. And then it's opening night, and the manager is just like, oh, it's like oh. they they commissioned an artist to like yeah. paint this beautiful backdrop, and the owner is just like, yeah, it sucks. Get yeah, something else. Cover it. Cover it with. We this, open in thirty minutes. Cover it with this. Uh, with this stuff, with this glitter. So anyway, um, the food. The food. Let's get to it. Uh, we we went with all the upsells on every on every item that we had that we could have. Yeah, we bought um, the meat. We put the meat in the enchiladas. Yeah, but the meat, the enchiladas, but the meat and the queso fundido. Queso fundido. Not melted queso. Not queso melted queso. Fundido. Yeah. Uh, and guacamole. Guacamole was fine. Fine. Queso fundido was good. It was a little frustrating to eat. It was very... I couldn't uh, get steak on my fork to save my damn life. Right, right. And, you know, and the table was huge, and we keep having to, like, scoop it up and then rip the cheese apart with our hands. Which yeah, I always which, hate touching my food. We looked like a couple of fat nerds in yeah, this joint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, you know, solo gringos. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, we... That was pretty good. The, ap- the appetizers were good. And then what was the what was your entree? Because I think my your entree, entree, I had the one. I had the mole enchiladas with brisket, and it was out of this world. Yes, I should have. I mean, I'm the, glad that I got a different dish than you, so we could kind of sample yeah, around. But like but that mole, your had, dish was oh, that mole was amazing. It had the perfect savory quality to it. It had a killer spice to yes. it. Yes, the brisket was good. God. I mean. I have zero complaints whatsoever about my meal. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, everything that I ate was good. Yes. And my, I had the green enchiladas. 
uh, with the stake upsell, so it was 18 bucks. And it was pretty good. Uh, not incredibly outstanding. Yeah. Um, but not, but, 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 the, good. The, but the winner of this is totally the mole enchiladas. Yeah, the mole enchiladas is that what you should mole go with. Sauce I probably wish the... I had taken a bigger risk with my order and, like, gotten, like, the full fish. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, every time I get a full fish, it's either full of bones, <laughs> and so the whole night I'm like, <laughs> and then, it, or I might as well just, like, eat hot air <laughs> like, like, like it just it goes it just like enters me and it just disappears it's not even yeah it, 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 i don't know you know what i mean like yeah. it's uh, so i was and i didn't really want to spend like 24 dollars on bones and, and also nothing. whatever fish this is my biggest complaint oh, yeah. whatever fish they were cooking in that restaurant Whew. was potent, potent. You because smell it's it all over the place it's all I could smell. Yeah. In a Mexican restaurant, the only thing I could smell was fish. Yeah. The entire time. Uh, I, I um, now I kind of want to talk beverages. It's beverages. Uh, uh, just a full disclosure, I am not an impartial. Uh, Very much, he is not impartial about the margaritas. Uh, margaritas. I am a margarita slinger in the city. Mm-hmm. I sling margaritas for about five years in the city, which is kind of insane to think about. <laughs> These guys do not fall in my school of margarita. Margarita is. Um, why is that? Explain um, why. I just, I think triple sec should only be utilized in a frozen margarita and only if you're also adding another sweetener. And, okay. And they, all they did was, you know, was two one. they did a two one one recipe with tequila, lime, and triple sec. Is what I tasted. So it's like a very... It's the margarita I'd make in my kitchen. Yeah, if you had... Triple, it's like yeah. the beginner's guide to margarita. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like being challenged by margaritas. And whenever... <laughs> and because I think... Because they're a drink that's supposed to be relaxing to drink. And I was drinking this and it just kind of tasted... I don't know. Not that... It, like, they weren't using super nice stuff. Like, yeah. if they had been using Cointreau or Grand Marnier uh, as the orange liqueur, I might uh, feel differently. But I could just tell that they bought, you know, two dollar triple sec. Yeah, the margarita that you make is much better. Is it because of the agave? Yeah, yeah. It's the agave that makes oh, yeah. the difference. Yeah, on the rocks at least. Yeah, I only drink on yeah, the yeah. rocks. I'm not. A, Andrea loves frozen margaritas. I'm not a huge fan of frozen margaritas. I'll drink them. I but like. like I love rocks margaritas. I like love them both. I like them all. Yeah, I know. Uh, but they also had a really good Mezcal selection. If you like Mezcal, they had uh, Del Mugwe is one of my favorite uh, distilleries of Mezcal. They had oh, every variance of it that I that I know of, um, including my favorite one, the San Junipero. They did something interesting. San Junipero. Uh, the Rio de San Junipero. Uh, whatever it's called. San Jun- Rio de San Junipero. Too much coffee. Too much coffee, guys. I'm flying. I'm I can tell. Flying. You're on fire today, bro. Because well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now we're finally talking about something that I'm interested in. Uh, but uh, like, <laughs> uh, that was that was mean. That was real fucking mean. I, I didn't mean that as as mean as it sounded. I'm sorry. Now we're finally talking about something that I'm interested. Well, in. Well, something that I can contribute to. I can <laughs> contribute to the conversation about margaritas, right? Uh, in mezcal, um, they did this weird thing that. Uh, they literally gave me like like it said that it came with crickets. Yeah, and I was like, what? It came so they, with they bring, they bring crickets. Out, they brought out. Here's how they presented my meds call whenever I was at my table. She brought out a glass of meds call meat and then a glass of ice on the side. And I thought that was super fancy and very cool. <laughs> I like that she did that a lot. It was a really great presentation. And but on, on the the garnish plate, it was two slices of orange. And then, like, literally bug bodies. Yes. Not, I even, at it, not even kidding. We, we looked at the menu, and, like, there's, like, all these options for crickets, and we're both just like, does that say crickets? Like, they mean crickets? They meant crickets. And they, like, that's this what was they not, meant. That's this, literally what they meant. Yeah, this was not, I, I picked one up, and I looked at it, and I was like, that looks like a bug and I And I just bit into this it. This was not jargon for something else. Tasted like potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> really? Or something. It was like it was like this real fragrant burst of I did grassy not. grassiness, and I then I you know I I didn't like it like eating it, but I threw it into the mezcal and it, and it added like a really nice 
grassiness. I threw it into the mezcal with the slice of orange, and it added just this really good earthy quality to. Maybe the, that's what the it's mezcal. there for. No, that is what it's there for. Yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot, uh, but I just never. I did encountered not, that before. I did not try the cricket because I'm fucking a, bugs. I'm a coward. I'm not eating yeah, a bug. A bug. You know what? You say, Matt, you want to eat a bug? I say, hey, fuck you. Hey, 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 hey. He didn't say that. Though. Hey, you want to eat a bug? Hey, waitresses. fuck you. The wait no. sir, the wait staff was kind of weird. Yeah, because they were. It was we clearly had, a pooled house, but it, we like <laughs> so like the waitress and the waitresses weren't communicating with each other. <laughs> so our order, she's like, "Are y'all being held?" It was just there was a lot of back and forth of yeah. Like we had to tell each waitress what the what we told the other waitress yeah. so that that waitress knew that she wasn't screwing up. But this place and let me let me say what I think about this area that it's in. This is a gorgeous restaurant with very good food, decent drinks that is in the middle of a glorified industrial disaster. Yeah, like, 45 minutes from Manhattan. Oh my god. <laughs> you're so dramatic. It is it, it, it but you're right. You're not wrong. Exactly. I see a lot of people, like, whatever, because I got there early and I stayed there after you, only by, like, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I and like, there are people out and, like, walking around that area, but... This place was not popping for a Thursday night. No. Like, we got there, our reservation was at 8.15, they could see us. We got there early and they could see us immediately, mm-hmm. which is always... You know that's good. I like that. I like that. But the breakdown. Let <laughs> but me. The, but like, but like, a, a, a good sign. A sign of a busy, good restaurant is that if you're early, they go, okay, your table will be ready whenever it's whenever at the time that you reserved it. Exactly. Uh, but because because like, fuck off. Why are you here early? <laughs> <laughs> if you're early, grab a drink at the bar. We'll yeah. grab you when it's time. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, and so it also felt like. We were some of the only people there that weren't associated with the band. Someone's clearly putting a lot of work into this place, in it, and I want it to do well. So go check it out. Go there. Go on a date there. But I. But the location is off because even so, yeah. Even if that. So there's the posh section of Bushwick, yeah, which is by the Morgan. L. By the Morgan L. Yeah, which and is that's where, where that is. It's Roberta's. There's a really good chocolate shop there. There's a sushi Th- there. There's sushi there. There's a there's a few really cool bars there. Yeah. Pine Box Rock Shop. Yes, yes. There's Syndicated, the movie theater that only shows cl- old yes. movies. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's the posh part of Brooklyn. This is five blocks from that. Which in, is it five? It's five blocks from that. Because it's three avenues. It's three okay. long blocks over. And it's four. And it's Two down. No, no, it's two long blocks over and three down. So it's not in that posh part of Brooklyn. But it's, it's on the other right. side of the concrete factory next to three tire shops. I don't think the place is going to last. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't either. It yeah. doesn't look good. So I guess this ends our, our review of Guadalupe Inn. What do you yeah, say? I, what's, your, it, what's your blurb? My blurb is great food, great decoration, good restaurant. Horrible location. Uh, uh, I, I would just say that strictly business. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would just uh, my my blurb would be to go there because there is, you know, the whole neighborhood of Bushwick and Bed Stuy that are that I'm sure people you know listening to this. Uh, yeah, people. It's people like five dollar Uber ride. Just yeah, like, people like, listening to this are going to go there. If you live in Brooklyn, go. Yeah, um, definitely check it out. So what's going on on Twitter? Bunch this is going to be the last thing we cover today. Um, one of the dumbest things I've seen in a while to trend the Kit Kat is guy. The, the Kit Kat boyfriend attack. <laughs> Some chick is eating laugh. a Kit Kat, and her boyfriend, instead of breaking off a Kit Kat, just took a bite out of the whole Kit Kat bar. Well, no, she said that he had never had one before. Oh, my God. That's what it was. Oh, she goes, my boyfriend my said, is he, is she, she hands him the Kit Kat, and he goes, you know, I don't think I've ever had one of these. And he just just bites into it (laughs) like a total (laughs) savage, like a beast. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. weirdo. (laughs) Long story short, everybody on... How do you not know? How do you not know to break off a Kit Kat? Long story short, 
is everybody on Twitter is telling her to break up with the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor yeah. bastard. Oh, man. Poor bastard. Just getting roasted. So if you didn't think that Philadelphia, Pennsylvania was weird enough. What are we? What? If, okay. If you didn't think that Philadelphia, Pennsylvania was weird enough, um, a gaggle of peacocks <sighs> escaped the Philadelphia Zoo and went running down the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> Causing a massive traffic jam you know like on I seventy six. You know what I? You know what I like about the word gaggle? What is that? One time I taught it to a person that grew up in the Bronx, and then she immediately looked at me and goes, "So when I see a bunch of bird looking bitches, I can call them a gaggle." <laughs> that sounds like the most Bronx thing I've ever. And I was heard. just like, "Bird looking bitches, do that, please." Bird looking bitches and chop Walk up to them and say, "This is baby. a gaggle of bird looking bitches." Mm-hmm. In Philly. We wanted Matt wanted to throw out two things for Twitter. First, a recommendation of somebody to go. Oh yeah, check out check out uh, the racism watchdog uh, uh, Twitter account. He barks at racist people on the internet, and it's very funny. Like he barks at uh, Richard Spencer. He barks at Dinesh D'Souza. He barks at all these pieces of shit that just say horrible things and do horrible things on the <laughs> internet. And then it's very funny. You're not safe, essentially, no matter who you are. He's barked at Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, and also, Rain, and also, Rain Wilson, yes, unblock Matt Butterfield. I'm, I have, I'm pleading to Rain Wilson, star of The Office, to unblock me. I don't know what I did. I know that I talk a lot of shit on the internet. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit just in general. Uh, but I don't know what I would have said that was about you in particular because I like you a lot. Um, but please rain. Please rain. Come back to me. <laughs> well, yeah. Come back to me. We have no clue. I'm He's still been blocked. blocked for years. I've been blocked for years by him. <laughs> I don't know what I did. What did I do? You didn't do... I don't know. Uh, the only I thing don't. that I could, I, I could even trace it back to because the one... Well, now I'm just gonna say the one thing that I didn't like that he did uh, was like he was, he had some pilot on Fox that was really weird. I never saw it, and I might have seen that and just been like, "This is a weird show." And he's like, "I'm can." And then he blocked me, bastard. Who does this guy think he is? Keyboard warrior, son of a bitch. Because I'm blocked by a few minor celebrities on the on Twitter, and uh, the thing that gets me about that is that at some point in their life they thought about me <laughs> and they and, but, and they thought about me in like a fuck you sort of way dude my friend Stephen Roberts uh, <laughs> hey Stephen Roberts he got blocked on Twitter for at CM Punk this wrestler yeah. now turned chick magnet punk chick magnet punk Chicago made punk um, professional wrestler turned UFC fighter he asked him what his diet what diet he was doing to cut weight for the UFC and CM Punk blocked him what yeah Blocked him for asking him what his diet was to cut weight. All right. Well, that's going to be it for episode two, episode ladies two and gentlemen. Down. Episode two is down. We put it on tape. Now we're going to edit it and post it. I don't even know what we need to edit. I think this was good. I think we're just going to raw dog this one. We're going <laughs> to. I like it. <laughs>